Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Dan, and here's Zach. Oh, no, Zach's not here right now. So I just ran in from the yard. We're loading a truck that's going out of town, and he's still over there trying to get some gates loaded. But I wanted to go ahead and start without him, and he'll join us when he can join us. So it's just me and Ilaria for now. Hello. <laughs> and we are live so I'm going to add the phone number on here. As usual, I don't really know it. 901-878-4987 if anybody wants to call in. Make sure that that is... Okay. Um, so I wanted, to, I wanted to take a second and just thank everybody that's listened. Um, I think, what was it, Alaria? Last Friday, we were trying to see if we were going over 500 podcast downloads, and then by Monday, we were like 550 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. It's exciting for us to see that people are actually listening to us. And, you know, we do have some people that watch live on Facebook and stuff like that. That's that's also cool. We have some activity of people commenting and thing, which which just kind of lets us know that, you know, at least some folks are enjoying what we do, and that's cool. So if you uh, if you have any suggestions of what you want us to talk about, let us know. Any topics that we could do a show on or anything like that, we're, we're happy to hear about that. And also, if you have any guests that you think would be good to have on our show, let us know. Um, Alyssa says, hello. Hey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so if you know any listeners or um, anybody that would be good to come on the show with us, let us know, and we'll try to reach out to them and see if we can't make it happen. We do want to try to keep it focused on commercial fence, since that is kind of the objective of our show here, but we'd be happy to have somebody on. So in today's show, we're going to tell the story of Felicia Jacks. So Felicia basically has an entire family of people in the fence industry. And we met her when she came to work here at Memphis Fence a few years ago. And she has since moved back home and is taking over a family business there. So we'll kind of hear about her time here and, you know, what's happened since then. Kind of what it's like to go from working here to back uh, running her own show there. So, um, well... This is uh, the next question I have here is, hey, Zach, what have you been doing at work this week? And since Zach's not here, you want to play you want to play like your Zach? Sure. It's really weird just sitting here talking about myself. I know, right? What yeah. have I been doing this week? I've been creating videos that you actually like. Yeah. Which I'm very surprised. I don't. Alaria, I told I said earlier today, like, I think she's been secretly taking classes or something because. She's been uh, making some pretty cool videos, and I saw a picture today that was on Facebook, and I was like, man, that's an awesome picture. So. I was literally like, think like a man, Yeah, and it worked. It, it worked. <laughs> there you go. So just keep doing that, I guess. <laughs> but but yeah, that's been cool. So uh, Zach is in the – Zach's been working in the shop this week. So, you know, we've been kind of shorthanded in the fabrication world. We've got some job postings out there for fabricators. If you know anybody that can build ornamental fence, send them our way. Um, like I said, right now, he's trying to finish loading up a truck. So we have uh, another person in the shop that's been on vacation, and he's just kind of been filling that role this week. I'm not sure that he hates it. What do you think? I think he kind of likes it a little. Being in the shop? Yeah. I think he loves it. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean. 
for those of you that have never like worked in an in the office, so to speak, or whatever, and you know, you think it's just easy peasy. I promise it's not. It kind of sucks. Um, I mean, everything has some things that suck about it. So the office is the same way. Some of it's good, some of it sucks, but it it's definitely a a different thing. And you know, you go home tired at the end of the night or at the end of the day for a different reason. It's not like you've been out digging holes all day, but you've been dealing with the rest of everything that goes along with it. So it it does have its own set of difficulties and, and problems and stuff like that. So um, I don't know. We we've seen a lot of a lot of jobs that we've been trying to bid. You know what? I'm gonna just skip all of this, and I'm just gonna bring Felicia in, and then I'm gonna back up. That way, I'm not sitting here by myself. Yep. This is so weird. I can't do it. So, ta-da, here's Felicia. Hello, how's it going? I'm doing good, how are you? I'm great. So, um, I was I was just about to talk about how I, I've seen some jobs here recently, and, you know, like the general contractor kind of jobs that we've been bidding, and it's like people are just like printing some drawing off from 1985 and putting some highlighter marks on it and writing on it with a pencil and sending it to us you know we we do see that from time to time but it seems to have been a little more of a trend here lately i don't know what's up with that but for sure yeah. like that one job that mulberry job oh, donnie said he misses you oh <laughs> i miss donnie too i miss everyone at memphis fence yeah i think everyone here misses you well, that's reassuring. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting how, I mean, you know, you spend a lot of time together and everybody kind of, mm -hmm. like, it's a family business and all of that stuff, but it does kind of get to be like family, which is interesting. Oh, yeah, for sure. And y'all taught me a lot. I mean, y'all made where I am now a lot easier than it would have been had y'all not been a part of it. <laughs> well, that's good. You know, that's kind of my thing. Well, I like to hire I like to hire people that don't really have fence experience and maybe not to say that's the case with you, but maybe people that wouldn't even like get the same opportunity somewhere else and just kind of see what they can do. I, yeah, I like for sure. I like to think that we're a part of, you know, somebody people's development and stuff like that and helping people to get somewhere further down the road. So I would agree with that. It's neat. And it's cool to see. Like, it's cool to see you over there doing your thing. Well, glad. I'm good. I'm glad. <laughs> glad I'm good. I'm glad. Yep. All of those things. <laughs> Not okay. nervous at all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> all right. So let's, uh, let's learn our Italian for the week. Yes. All right. So what, what do we got? Well, you got to say in English. Oh, you want to say it in English? Is it fall or autumn? It's both. Okay. Autunno. Oh, that's not too bad. Autunno. Yeah, that's not too bad. What do you got, Felicia? Autunno. Yes, good job. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if you know, but Ilaria is from Italy. And so she gets to teach us a word of Italian or a phrase. I think we did a phrase like a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a phrase. Yeah. So normally it's just a word and normally I butcher it and she makes fun of me. So, um, 
So I actually uh, just now booked my hotel rooms at Shangri-La in Oklahoma for Tony Thornton's Fence Business Conference that's in December. There's going to be a lot of people there. It's going to be a lot of cool networking. Pretty excited to go do that. So if uh, anybody listening hasn't booked, you might want to check it out. Um, yeah, so I guess uh, I guess let's jump into it here. Normally, Zach will like, you know, we go down some rabbit hole of telling stories. and Right. That's I know. But we don't have him here. I know. So you got some stories, Alaria? No. You didn't? Nothing exciting? What are you doing tonight? I'm going to see Adam Sandler. Yeah? Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. That's pretty exciting. Uh, I went I went to see the Prats last week. The what? Predators. Oh. Nashville. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah? I went through a catfish, which was kind of disappointing. I was waiting for that. But... People throw catfish? Yeah, they manage to like smuggle in a oh, fish and they some, throw it in. Somebody's calling. You have to... It's up. Oh, it's Alyssa. Hello? Uh, it's not connected. Hold on. Gosh. This is the terrible thing about being live is now I'm like, oh, hold on. No, it's not even showing me the option. I just hung up on her. Okay. Sorry, Alyssa. Sorry. I'm trying. So why do people throw catfish? Uh when they score. Like even like when yeah, when the Pratt score, they sometimes they throw catfish. Like and even every time they score, there's like Team McGraw singing, uh, holding like a catfish. Like it's really fun. Hmm. Interesting. So, so what are y'all saying? Pratt's the predators. In Nashville. Okay, what's that? Uh, it's a professional. Whoa, that's loud. It's a hockey team. Can you turn that down a little bit, please? Okay. Yeah, a professional Hello. hockey team in Nashville. Hello. God. Alyssa. <coughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> what is happening hey, right now? I was watching you on Facebook Live, and that's probably the issue. Uh, so Robert Hall Hindman Jr.? I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Do you see that, Felicia? Oh, yeah, that's my brother-in-law, if you will. Oh, no. Oh. Excuse me, caller. Can you please quiet your child down? Hello? Well, I, I, I muted it while she was fussing. I know. I don't know what to do with the. I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> Hi, hey. Alyssa. Hey. I wanted to be a part of this. Oh, so hey, Sophie. Wanted- Sophie wants to be a part of this too. But if I automatic, if I all of a sudden go mute, it's because I muted her. I muted us because she's getting loud. So. Okay, so I'm just gonna carry on like with you on the phone then, right? That's what you want. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> this is so awkward. Uh, Zach said. Zach texted me and said to tell Felicia hello. Hi. All right. I would um, like to tell Zach bye on my last day. Oh, no. I was happy to see him today. 
Well, he, <laughs> I think he'll be here still eventually. So, um, all right. So Felicia, who all in your family is in the fence business or maybe I should say who is not. Um, there's, a, there's people that are not in the fence business. Um, Robert, the one that just commented, my dad actually taught him how to build fence and he did fence for a while. But my grandpa started the fence industry. He started his own fence company back in like the seventies or something. And he just basically exploded in little rock. I mean, had all kinds of crews did a whole bunch of work. My dad's built fence since he was old enough to hold a tape measure. My dad's taught cousin. I mean, all kinds of people to build fence that still to this day build fence. Mm-hmm. Um, so my aunt, and my cousin run Southwest Fence in Little Rock, which was my grandpa's company. There's Little Rock Fence in Little Rock, which is also, it's my uncle's company. Um, Robert does fence up in like Northwest Arkansas. My cousin Trevor's doing fence up in Northwest Arkansas. Um, I've got cousins that do fence up there. We just, yeah. Bunch of people think, oh, I ain't never gonna build fence and then you look at them, you know, later on and the same person my dad taught to build fence, they, they do it for a living now. Yeah. So you have a lot of people that are in the fence industry. For sure. Yeah. That that was, that was one of the things that I think when we interviewed you, we kind of knew that a little bit, but as we went along, mm-hmm. we got to learn that a little bit more and more and more. And eventually it was kind of like, like your whole family does fence, which is pretty cool. Yep. Yep. It is cool. So did you ever, uh, did you do anything in the fence business when you were a kid or like when you, before you came to Memphis and all that stuff, did you ever do anything in the industry then? Not to amount to anything, honestly. I mean, I remember helping my dad on like little ornamental jobs or wood fences or chain link fences. I know back when I was younger, you know, we got hauled from state to state doing all kinds of, you know, really big commercial jobs. I don't remember any of that. So no, not really. I mean, I did not set out to own a fence company, work for a fence company or do anything at all related to fence. (laughs) Okay. So Whenever uh, you you never like did it in high school or anything else like that. Mm-mm, nope. nope. Okay. And so then you moved to Memphis, and I don't know if you want to talk about the the whole move to Memphis any, or if you want to. Well, we can we can paraphrase it, but I essentially didn't have anything productive going on here in Crawford County in Arkansas. I had a friend that lived in Tennessee and he kind of gave me the opportunity to move in over there and just kind of start over. And I worked at Tzatziki's and Sonic and the FedEx hub and eventually seen a Memphis fence ad on indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So I think whenever we first met you, you were working at FedEx. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think you actually like saw the job posting and called in. Yep. Or right, instead of applying online. Yeah, I did. I called, or I did both. I mean, I probably applied online and I probably called and then Alyssa answered and she scheduled, you know, an interview right then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty unique. Anybody who's uh, looking for a job, it, it's always good to take a little bit of extra initiative. Um, I'm not suggesting that you become like, you know, a full-blown stalker or anything like that. But, 
I mean, you can do what Felicia did and just pick up the phone and call. You know, that that's something pretty simple. And it's just showing a little bit more initiative than what most people are willing to do. Um, so right. I bet the job posting that you replied to was probably an administrative assistant position, which is like the most popular job posting that we ever do. You do that right. and it's like half the people in the county have something set up to where it just applies. And so we wound up with, you know, 200 applicants in a week or something like that. And for someone to pick up the phone and call, like that really sets them apart from that giant pool of people. I don't know that we ever even would have seen Felicia's resume to like even know to give her a chance to be honest, had she not picked up that phone. So for whatever that's worth. So you, you picked up the phone, you called us, we scheduled an interview. Do you remember what that interview was like? Um, I, I worked at Sonic and was an administrative assistant. And I let y'all know that, you know, my family had fence experience. I was really nervous about not getting hired because my family was in the fence industry. So mm -hmm. I think I decided just to be transparent about that in the beginning and just see what happened. But I did emphasize that I knew absolutely nothing about fence in the interview. Right. Right. Because I didn't. Yeah. So. I don't like I said, some people might be like, no, I'd never talk to you because your family's in the business and I'm not going to give you any of my trade secrets or anything like that. But I don't know. Maybe I look at it wrong, but I'm always open to, to helping people, you know. So, yeah, so we hired you on. And so Alyssa was actually hired on to be my assistant. I think is, is kind of like what we started out to be. Right. And, yep. and so that didn't even happen for like five minutes, I don't think. And so you came in and, you know, basically everyone comes in and like starts learning the, the wholesale material, right. How to calculate material by hand. So of course you went through that and started selling material to wholesale customers and you can interrupt me at any point and tell me that I'm wrong because, you know, my memory is not the best. So, uh, yep. look, you're good. Alyssa. Hey, <laughs> hey, that took me forever to figure out. And your well, you audio is kind of jumbly. Oh, really? Yeah. Kind of like static might, or something. I might have to leave StreamYard and just give you a call back or something. All right. Okay. So you came in as the, as an administrative assistant, right? Mm -hmm. And didn't really do that. We're learning wholesale material. You were selling wholesale material to customers and you were also going through and, you know, we tried to put in a system where you would like go through plans and take kind of a preliminary look at them and upload them and eventually started drawing lines for the fence and all. And I don't know like how far down the down the path of Memphis fence we were for you at the point, like at this time. How long do you think it took for you to get there? To get to being able to measure plans and or like wholesale material selling materials. Yeah, so like selling wholesale and uploading plans and you know, kinda putting fence lines um, on and all that stuff. Six months, probably. Six months? But yeah. I don't think that I think that's more of my fault because I had a lot of, of free time, I'd say, in the beginning. 
<laughs> so what happened was Stephanie left. And right. when Stephanie left, it was like, oh, here's wholesale. And that's right. when I started figuring, really figuring it out and really understanding and really, you know, getting the gist of it. For the first six months, I didn't even understand what Randy did or how he operated. I thought he was like his own little company down there, which he basically mm -hmm. is. Right. Yeah, he pretty well operates independently down there. Yep. <laughs> there, I added Alyssa back now. I don't know if it's going to be any better, but. Yeah, is it any better? Nope. Not for me. Maybe the. I mean, it's crackly, but you can understand it. Understand you. Maybe it's the headphones. So we're we're six months in, and Stephanie left, and you uh, you kind of got wholesale dumped in your lap right and here you go this is your mm -hmm. baby now and so i would yep. say throughout that process felicia is taking on a lot of extra responsibilities and doing a lot of things and you know really showing initiative in that like hey i can do this kind of attitude and i know you were um you know like i said adding measurements and you know taking the jobs a little bit further like from blueprints and stuff and then you were also helping some with kind of like the project management stuff and you were doing the AIA billings. And mm -hmm. uh, how, how'd you, what'd you think about those AIA billings? Yeah, I put a note on your little thing you sent me because you said you, you claim that I learned how to do AIA billings. And I don't know to this day that I still know how to properly do those. Because I think the only job that we ever did, it was like eight months of us selling bills once a month and not getting paid on any bills. And and it was because I didn't have like a waiver or something stupid, you know. But yeah, so I don't know how much I learned on that. But I so we we some. put forth a, we put forth a valiant effort for sure into the, uh, into the the AIA stuff, anyways. Yeah. And so you were doing a lot of stuff. Um, and then the next thing, you know, we're like, oh, here, why don't you run our residential department for us? Right. And so that mm -hmm. kind of got added on to you. And yep. we then, what, hired several people to take wholesale, right? Yeah, it was 10, I think was the number I counted once. I think it was about 10 <laughs> people that we hired and either quit or let go. Yeah. Yeah, so several, and yeah. man, it's so crazy in the world trying to find people. Um, you know, when we go through 10 different people trying to get someone to come in and sell wholesale material, that's crazy. It's or what does it I mean, say about me? I don't know. I guess you were just uh, dumb enough to stick around the whole time. I'm not sure. <laughs> or I'm running off all the new hires. Or maybe you were just super talented and knew how to, and were okay with doing the hard work. Right. Yeah, job security. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I don't, did we ever, find, we never found anyone to do wholesale material. No, Donnie right? because when you, brought in. Right, so when you were leaving, we brought Donnie in the office so that he could take over that job. So we were never able to hire an outside person throughout your entire right. time of being here that would do wholesale. So, so I've been anyway. meaning to ask, how did, how did my little pamphlet of chain link work out? 
Does, is that helpful? Are you talking My about the stuff binder? you did? What you did in Trainual? Yeah. Yep. It is, um, I think probably three or four people now have probably gone through it. And yeah, it's been helpful for everyone. It's definitely like, definitely a good way for them to just sit down and have something they can study and kind of learn the fundamentals, which works really well. And as you know, we never had anything like that before. There was never anything that somebody could do to like learn other than coming and sitting in my office and me being like, okay, this is how you do it. Da, 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 da. And uh, so it was cool to actually like put something in writing and put something together that, that people could kind of take and study. Can y'all hear me now? Good. Yes, that's better. Okay. So y'all are talking about trainual. Yes. And uh, the stuff that Felicia did in Trainual before she left? I'm actually, like, I used Trainual yesterday. But, and it was actually to, we're, we're trying to do some, like, I'm playing with something, and I wanted one of your descriptions. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I'm still using Trainual from what you put on there before you left. So, it's been such a big help. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so we just hired Michael. Uh, and he's been, he went through it all, uh, maybe like two or three times, all your stuff that you did on train. You also, when I say there's definitely people that have used it, there are definitely people that have used it. So, um, yeah. Uh, so we talked about AI and then residential. So, uh, yeah, as we said, she wound up running the whole residential department, basically from like pretty well start to finish right we we did my salesman and so i, I think other people would could schedule appointments so i you know mm-hmm. you weren't the only one sitting there scheduling all the appointments or anything like that they're still loading that truck interesting um so you weren't the only sorry about that clump if y'all heard that so you weren't the only one that was scheduling appointments but uh, so the outside sales folks were bringing some of the more like complicated jobs that they couldn't bid in the field back to you. You were converting that into an estimate, getting it submitted to the customer. Uh, we were using Monday follow up stuff. And then I suspect y'all were probably doing some follow ups, you know, outside of Monday. And then right. like when the job sold, uh, it was all you order the materials, schedule the crews, call in the locates, do all of that. Aside from the little help that those 10 people that came and went gave you, uh, it was pretty much you, right? <laughs> yep. So, and there was a lot of other things that you did. So basically, yeah. Felicia, you know, we, we had Donnie on the show a few weeks ago. So anyone that listened to that, you'll know that people around here wear a lot of hats and Felicia was no exception to that. She She wore a lot of hats. <laughs> so... Then we get to the end of Felicia's career at Memphis Fence Company. We didn't realize it was the end, but <laughs> we, we we learned quite accidentally that it was the right. end of Felicia's career. We did. So we had a, what, conver- uh, we had a conversation with her, uh, you know, like, hey, should we quit residential? You know, like, this is what we're thinking is, you know, put an axe to it. And, um, you know, but if we did, this is what we would use you for. And there was like this little hesitation. I said, uh, well, maybe, 
And that's when (laughs) Felicia let us know, well, actually, I think I'm leaving in three months. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I probably bawled my eyes out while I told Mm -hmm. (laughs) y'all. And I think the next three times after talking, I cried. And then, like, get over it already. Every time that I talked to you about it, you cried, I'm pretty sure. So Donnie, uh, <laughs> Donnie gave, gave you a shout out. He gives you credit for getting him the office job. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's all me. So uh, it was all you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so um, yeah. So our, our thing was, I think maybe I talked to you, Alyssa, and I was like, hey, Let's stop doing residential. We've threatened to mm-hmm. do it for years. And Felicia, probably the entire time you worked here, we talked about getting rid of residential and we never pulled the trigger on it. And so I think that Alyssa and I talked and it was typical me fashion where I talked to her for a minute and I was like, I want to get rid of residential. You know, what do you think? And she, we, we talked about that for probably about 10 minutes. And I was like, all right, let's tell Felicia right now. And so went next door, got Felicia and we're like, Hey, we think we're going to get rid of residential and we want to transition you into like a commercial estimation, estimator, project management deal. And I think that's when we started talking about doing like the expansion and trying to add on more licenses and work in more States and all of that stuff. And so that was the conversation where Felicia's like, well, you should probably know that I'm leaving. Yeah. And so once again, Felicia's residential manager and she's like, her fear was that we would want to keep residential because she's leaving. And we were like, nope, that's the nail in the coffin right there. Immediately, we are like, nope. If you're leaving, we are not going through that again. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so difficult to get somebody that could take that over. I mean, how long? So how long did you do residential? Like a year? A two, year and a half, two, maybe like half the time I was there, maybe a little less. All right. So, so you worked here, you worked here at least a year and a half or we'll say a year and a half before you like started doing residential then. Right. I probably, yeah, Cause yeah. I, she started helping me. And then when I found out I was pregnant with Sophie, that's when we were like, okay, so let's start getting her to where she's going to be the you know manager of that. Yeah. So it took a year and a half to get you to that point, right? So if we had hired someone else that day, it would have taken a year and a half at least for us to get them to that point. And I just didn't have the energy for it. Uh, it you know, it was not worth it. So that's when we're like, ah, nope, it's done for sure. Um, and so then I think you gave us like, I don't know, a three month notice that you were leaving, right? Cause you, you knew I was going mm-hmm. to fence tech to roll out Simpolo. Oh, by the way, listeners, our show is presented by Simpolo Memphis fence company and MFC manufacturing. <laughs> Forgot to mention that at the beginning. I was too nervous without Zach. I mean, just here all alone. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> so, um, you knew I was going to fence tech to roll out Simpolo in March. And so you said, well, I'll stay until you get back. Basically was how that went. And I think that was in December, right? Yeah. Or yeah, around December, November, November, yeah. December, somewhere in there. 
Yeah. So like yeah. a significant notice. Oh yeah. Right. And Dan's wallet. <laughs> the, the show is brought to you by Dan's wallet. <laughs> um, all right. So now we've kind of given an overview of the career at Memphis Fence Company. Alyssa, do you have anything else you want to add about that? Not currently. Alicia, <laughs> any, anything you want to talk about, about your time here? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. So then you left. And now the story is yours because, well, I would, I, I guess, so we had some conversations about like your plan and where you were going and what you were going to do and stuff like that before you left. And, mm -hmm. you know, we've talked several times since then, uh, but I don't really know all the details or anything. So you can uh, feel free to kind of take over and, and tell your story, I guess. Okay. Um, so basically my aunt was like, you know, my dad, the Southwest Fence Company owner, he's, you know, ready to retire, ready for somebody else to start taking it over. And so my aunt asked me to come down and kind of help her get all that started because they, you know, he used to be a big company, but at this point he's using, you know, one, maybe two crews, you know, very, very small. And uh, so I was like, yeah, you know, we'll come and do that. And you and I talked about that and you were just like, no idea, don't do it, not, you know, just all these <laughs> things. And I tried to get some happening with that, you know, before I got down there and nothing really went in, nothing went anywhere with it so i ended up leaving memphis fence in march took a week to pack moved to southwest fence or to little rock and i'm starting to help my aunt take over southwest fence we almost immediately didn't get along very well at least when it came to the company <laughs> and that's just because i'm a pretty passionate person and I guess y'all did a really good job teaching me. And that's one of the things I've had to learn is that there's different ways to do it. And I don't have to do it like y'all did it. <laughs> yeah, there, there's good um, ways, bad ways to do anything. Right. So <laughs> we just, we didn't get along at all. It wasn't going well. And then I end up getting, you know, I think two and a half months is about how long it lasted and then I got kicked out basically the same day I decided to leave. So it was a mutual, you know, parting decision, you know. And so I told my dad, you know, hey, I'm leaving. And I was like, I'm going to go back to Mississippi, I guess. Um, and he's like, well, why don't you come down here? You know, I have a company down here. You can help me do this company down here. And we have some family land. So we had a house that was empty. And I was like, okay, I guess I will just you know, give that a shot, you know, why not? And so I am now in Fort Smith and have officially taken over Fort Smith. My dad gave it to me. Um, and now I have a company. So Fort Smith fence. Yep. Right. Yep. Fort Smith fence. That's cool. And so what areas do you work in? But tell us a little um, bit about your business, I guess. Let, let's plug that in here. So we basically do, you know, all types of fence, gates, gate operators. We work in, you know, northwest Arkansas, around Fort Smith, Little Rock. We've been doing jobs in Louisiana, down in like South Texas, um, not South Texas, 
South Arkansas. We're starting another job in Texas. And so we, we do a little bit of work. We travel. Um, my dad is a lot of my help right now. My dad prefers commercial work and not residential work. Like I think everybody does. Um, so we try to focus on that, which is a little bit harder than I've realized. <laughs> but we do mostly do commercial work. I've been trying to get more residential, but right now it's it's commercial. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, it's good to be, to be versatile, right? And to be able right. to do a little bit of everything because if the commercial market's strong and you prefer that, well, then there you go. You can focus on that. But if it slacks off, then you can kind of like open up and be like, all right, let's focus a little more on residential and focus on commercial at the same, you know, same time. So you can kind of right. focus where, where the business is, right. And where the work is. So that, that's good. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, definitely, uh, yeah, for sure. definitely good to be able to do multiple things. So you said you're working in Texas, Louisiana, and Arkansas? Yep, so far. That's all we've done since I've been here, since May. I mean, that's a, there's a pretty good bit of ground between those three states. Yeah, that's for awesome. sure. I mean, for I don't sure. know if you've ever looked at Texas, but it's pretty daggum big. So, <laughs> yep, it is pretty big. Yeah. So that That's cool. How have... Uh, so how's the, uh, what, what, who makes up your crew over there? So my dad is obviously the number one. He, he knows how to get it done and installed. I mean, this guy can unload a freaking concrete hopper without a machine, put it in the back of his pickup truck, unload it, put it here. I mean, with a piece of pipe, nothing else. So he's very get it done so mm -hmm. he definitely makes up my crew. I've got my boyfriend who has never built fence in his entire life and hasn't been on many fences now. And he's pretty much just taken off with it. I mean, he's doing wood fence on his own, chain link on his own. He can go out and pretty much do anything and get it done. And then we've got my nephew, Aiden, who has also been helping us out quite a bit. So he goes out of town with us and all that. So it's just them three right now. We've got my dad, so, my boyfriend, and my nephew, and me. So how cool is that? Like, you want to talk about a family business. Everyone yeah. is almost family. Like, your boyfriend, but y'all have been together for a long time, right? So, you, I mean, that, yeah. that's pretty He's cool. family. Yeah, right. I think that's yeah. cool. Yep. So, um, all right. So, you want to talk about any of the, the goals that you have? Yeah, so I guess right now, my biggest goals are getting um, licensed. I'm not, I don't have a contractor's license, so we're limited to only be able to bid up to like $50,000 on jobs. I do have all of that sent off now, so hopefully by like the end of December, at the latest, that'll be back. Um, figured out I do have to have workers' comp insurance, so working yeah. on getting that <laughs> to get that sent in. <laughs> so I know that we had talked about that and I was like, am I an employee or am I not? I am. Um, so um, that, and then what's also cool about being a girl in Arkansas is I qualify for D certification, which basically gives us minority status. So we can go out and bid on these bigger commercial jobs and I can bid higher than you and get the job because I'm a girl. Right. So I got that all sent off. So that's pretty exciting. So I'm working on getting all that back. Uh, 
Why don't you rub some salt in that wound? Hey, we can benefit <laughs> each other, though. <laughs> you know. I know. We, uh, we already worked on one job together, so, you know, I'm, I'm pretty open to it. For sure. For sure. And it was definitely appreciated, even if we didn't get it. Yeah, we, I was, uh, so I, I signed up some, some new people to, on Simpalo today. It was an existing company. <laughs> it was an existing company, but I added some, they, they wanted to add some additional users in. And I was, I was talking to them about that. And I was like, yeah, look at these bid results. We got dominated. I, I think we were like 520,000 and the low bid was 239. So we actually did beat someone. I was proud of that. Mm -hmm. we, we beat another company, but uh, definitely, I, I don't know what those people left off when they bid the job that cheap or what they did different, but they can have it for that. So, <laughs> yeah, for it sure. was pretty. So, sure. what's the thing you had to unlearn about Memphis Vent? Like, how did you have to? Um, I guess what's the biggest thing you realize that there can be a different way to do things? Like, is there an example? Really just when it comes to like installing and material. So I wanted to always on six foot fence, I want it to be three inch terminals to, you know, that stuff that mm -hmm. took me kind of a minute to get past and was like, you know, this will also work and is just as fine, you know? So that took me a minute to, I guess, get, um, pine is what the people install around here. Nobody wants to hear you talk about cedar, so don't even talk about it. Right, right. <laughs> I had to learn about that. <laughs> um, and just filing stuff. When I was at, I guess, Southwest Fence was the biggest learning curve for me was, and that was just because I was trying to work, we were, the my partner, we were both trying to do the same thing, I think, if that makes sense and so we clashed mm -hmm. a lot um so uh filing stuff I mean how to file estimates or how to file this and is this necessary and is that necessary and just just little bitty things like that oh yeah. you, you mean like putting stuff in a file cabinet where it goes oh yeah are we gonna label these like what? a b c d e or are we gonna label these residential estimates kind of thing y'all fault over <laughs> All right, all right. We didn't like fight, but I mean, it was, I don't know. It was dumb. <laughs> Donnie says he likes cedar because it looks better and it costs more. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That's the spirit, Donnie. <laughs> I, I like his logic there. <laughs> right. So well, what is Remember your, that um, when you're ready to buy a fence. That's right, yeah, Donnie. Donnie. Yeah, Donnie. <laughs> so what does your day-to-day -day look like now? It sounds like you're a one-woman um, office. Yep. I I stay at home, and I work in this little room that is mostly windows, and I just, you know, try to check my email. I look at jobs, bidding. I do have some, uh, I guess, software that, like, keeps – I have Construct Connect, so I pay for that. I try to stay on top of all those different jobs. I'm still kind of limited on what I can bid, and then financing stuff is also – obviously an issue with what you're going to bid on so yeah. i've just been trying to stay on top of every kind of job that could be coming through that way we can put a number on it if it's something that we are qualified to do and can handle i i like that i like that you are like you realize wait 
even with a license, all right, like, wait, I can't really go out and do a million dollar job because you have to be able to pay to do a million dollar job. It costs mm-hmm. a lot. It takes a lot of mm-hmm. resources to do those big jobs. And I yeah. feel like there's some people out there that just get excited. And, uh, you know, you, you got to, uh, yeah, no, it is exciting. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. When you see a job and you're like, holy cow, that's a lot of fence. That's super exciting. But then you got to yeah. have a moment of like, you know, Can I realization this? that <laughs> you got to pay to get it done. Uh, so, yeah, that's cool. I like that you say that. Yep. Yep. So, I used to like, I know at one point I told you, you know, Stevens Pipe and Steel would uh, hold a check on these bigger type jobs. Well, I've since then, <laughs> since found out uh, <laughs> they will not do that. <laughs> I evidently you- didn't know what a certified check was. <laughs> <laughs> so that's sad <laughs> that, that's pretty funny yep. so they'll, they'll hold a, a check as long as it's a certified check huh right <laughs> which I don't really know what the point of that is I, I don't know why you would want someone to hold a certified check but hey I guess Maybe there's some way. That's what they have to have to drop material off with, basically. I mean, they want it paid for. So there's no terms. So (laughs) that's probably been, well, I mean, you probably knew that, but like that, that's a, that's probably been a little bit of a a fight, right? Trying to get, get terms and get accounts set up and kind of like go through that whole process. Yeah. For sure. For sure. It's, it's been a pain. It's been a pain just even to be able to try and establish a relationship with the supplier. Right. Like suppliers that I talked to, you know, while I was there with y'all were just fantastic and great. And we're talking about the same supplier, but at a, in a different building. And they, I mean, I just tried to order material the other day and it literally took me three weeks to try to get it ordered. And this is with me emailing and emailing and calling and calling, can't get order confirmations. And then they shipped the material to Little Rock. It wasn't supposed to go to Little Rock. It's supposed to go here. And I'm just. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, finding suppliers that are good has been difficult. I like mm. Eagle, though. I figured that out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. I, I've heard from some other people some good stuff about Eagle, too. So, yep. um, I've said it probably 50 times. But, you know, finding the sales rep, I think, is the most important part of it. Like, we had our banker on here, and, you know, we talked about that. It's kind of like the individual that's going to take care of you, right? And the same thing mm-hmm. with with your suppliers. I think it's the individual more so than it is the name on the building. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to find somebody that will work with you and somebody that's willing to do what you need and can get stuff turned around and get it back to you and all that. And once you find that, and you can start building that rapport and everything like mm-hmm. you pretty well got it made then. Right. Um, and, you know, really, you want to have at least a couple of them. Right. You don't want you don't really want to be painted in a corner and have to stick with one supplier the whole time, I don't think. But but, yeah, right. that's, that's a big thing. And I don't even know how you do it. Like if you had to start from scratch, I, I don't know how I would do it. Maybe try to interview them like, you know, I, I really don't know. No, so where try to get material ordered. <laughs> right. I got a job. I need some material. Like who's going to get yeah. it for sure. Yeah. So Don, Donnie's uh Donnie told you to call Brad. So, I thought about it. Yeah. I don't think, 
I thought about it. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure on the episode with Brad, he said that Steven's Pipe doesn't really, they're not set up like the the regional kind of thing, I believe. Yeah, I don't, I remember I don't think they are. That. You can follow the, you, that way if you don't like the rep, you can get a different rep. Yeah, so I, yeah. I mean, I think even over there in Northwest Arkansas, I think you could still order from him in Nashville and he'd get it shipped to you, so. Right. Yep. I thought about it. I just am not trying to get in a hurry to burn bridges because, I mean, Southwest Fence has done business for a while, so yeah, they there is a name to know, but I just yeah. don't want to jump the gun too hard on that, you know? Right, right. So where do you see yourself in the next five years or 10 years, or do you, do you have any kind of goals or plans or anything kind of in the long term? Um. So I guess I, in five years, I would like to probably have some sort of material yard that's not just grass, maybe <laughs> some buildings, maybe even like start paying on some equipment, maybe have a couple crews or at least a handful of subcontractors. Um, I would like to get my dad out of building fence. I'd like to get him in a position to where he can just make sure these jobs are going good and smoothly and just, you know, make sure they get done. Yeah. So more of like a supervisor kind of person. I want a gate shop. That's something like a chain link gate shop. That's something that I really want to get started within the next five years. Um, and then within the next 10 years, it'd be cool to be licensed and, you know, surrounding States and have built up enough money and, you know, resources to be able to go after a bunch of different big jobs right yeah yeah so you want to put your dad kind of in like a production role instead of actually being like out there running a truck just put him over the right. cruise yeah right yeah that's right and go ahead i was gonna say that's the point my dad can pretty much just figure out anything and he knows you know he knows how to get it done right yeah that's cool so that's um so what what are your thoughts? I, I didn't put this in the agenda, so I'm going to spring something on you. What okay. what are your thoughts about crews, like employee crews versus subcontractors? Um, I would rather have subcontractors. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one crew, maybe two right. crews. Right. No more. Like, it would be cool to have some people that I can tell go do this right now. But I also don't want too many people. I don't know. I think subs make more sense. Yeah. Yeah, so I had somebody ask, kind of bring that up to me the other day. And I was like, you know, we really need to do like a whole, uh, just a whole podcast or a whole episode about that. Like, what are the pros and cons? Because there are a lot. Like, having a crew on the clock like you said and you're like hey go do this right now like this is an right. emergency it has to be done today go do it and um mm -hmm. you know that that's great but man then you got like it's your truck and when your truck breaks down your equipment goes down tools get left on the job site all of that stuff like they come cry you know they come to you I almost said they come crying to <laughs> right and then yes that, that. whole burden <laughs> of payroll and taxes and everything else that goes along with it i mean it's really easy to just hand someone a check when they're done with the job and be like all right mm -hmm. see you next time yeah. you know and you don't have to worry about like oh i don't have a job sold for you to do tomorrow guess what you're a sub i'm sorry you know we'll we'll let you know when we got another one 
Um, right. So there, there's definitely pros and cons both ways, but that that's an interesting topic. So, um, so what are you doing like for payroll taxes? Are you doing that by hand? So, uh, right now I'm the only one on payroll technically, I guess. <laughs> okay. So my boyfriend has, uh, an LLC that he started. So he basically acts as a subcontractor. My dad acts as a sole proprietor for now. Um, eventually I plan to kind of fix all of that, but right now I'm trying to have as little things to have to pay out as possible. So I'm the only right. one that's on payroll or an employee technically. Uh, okay. That makes sense. So one yeah. thing we always said about Felicia when she was here is she's just like straight up. Right. And this is uh this is definitely a reflection of Felicia's personality. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hope it, that's a good thing. <laughs> well, there's oh, no, enough, no. yeah. I like well, it. Yes. I, like there's enough hurdles for you already starting a business, you know, like, well, not starting a business, but taking over business. There's enough hurdles. Let's see what we can cut out right now so that we can get this rolling, get it rolling smoothly. And then we can add in some more of the complications, like, you oh. know, such as that. So, I mean, it makes sense 100% to me. It's hard. Right. I mean, and that's, that's why that when Dan a, makes fun of me having an at Yahoo email address, I'm like, minor details. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was, um, I actually had that question is, and I don't know how to phrase it necessarily, but what's one thing that we don't like Dan and I don't know because Dan's been in this his whole life and it it's you know, been established, but what's one thing we don't know that you found out by trying to build your own? Um, would it just be I how mean, hard it is? Or I don't even know that it's hard. It's just that everything's like a secret, you know, like you have to figure mm. out test it. and if you need first comp and you have to hire people or to get a balance sheet and just trying to figure out how to get like this DBE certification or even how to freaking file an LLC. It's just having to figure out all of these different things to do mm -hmm. and which one to do and which one not to do. And <laughs> Hey, Hey Dan, didn't hey. we offer, didn't we offer her some help with some of this? Yeah. You yeah. Did. But that's okay. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> we don't she, have to bring want, that up. She wants to fight the fight and do it on her own. We'll let her. Well, I figured out that you can just like call the uh or like the contractor's licensing board and just ask questions and they'll answer them. So pretty much everybody will like there's a phone number you can call and then you can, can talk to someone and then you can hang up and call again and get somebody else on the phone and ask them <laughs> to make sure that they're telling yeah. you the truth. If, yeah. if you didn't like that answer, try again. <laughs> Or just verify that it was the correct answer. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so that I is something I could have done better. Yeah. Well, I mean, you learn. Like, that's the thing about it. You know, anybody, if you jump out there and you start it. So you got two options, I, I think. Option A is you can spend two or three years doing research and, like, getting your LLC and knowing what to do about insurance and knowing what to do about like business licenses and contractors licenses and all of this stuff. 
or you just jump in and figure it out as you go. Right. You got two choices and you got to do one or the other. And I don't know. I, for me personally, y'all know I'm just a dive in head first and figure it out as I go kind of person. I do not do good with that whole, like, let's talk about it for a year or two and make, come up with a really good plan and all that. It's not my style, but it's, uh, it bites you in the butt sometimes. Like it, it probably makes some things a little bit more challenging and you get some surprises along the way. And you're like, Oh, um, I never even heard about that. I'm sorry. I'll fix it. But you know, you make it through. Right. So what's the biggest thing that you, what's the biggest thing you think you still need to learn? Um, so one of the hardest things are making myself stay in this little room and look at a computer (laughs) instead of going into the kitchen and making bread so (laughs) time management has been a new struggle I like it don't get me wrong I like staying here and doing whatever I want whenever I want but that's not always a good thing (laughs) right right yeah that's cool I mean there's nobody uh, waiting to fire me because I'm not there at seven five days a week which is sucks but is great also you know so what about the uh the outdoors over there is that a distraction for you you want to like go i know you you like to go to the like hot springs and go on like you know go hiking and do stuff like that right is that the same thing you just like sit and look out the window and you're like man it sure is a nice day no (laughs) no no not that bad typical felicia style no no (laughs) yeah (laughs) so uh the next question i had on the list here was what was the transition like from memphis fence to owning your own company you know from being employed to employing yourself and i think we've kind of talked about that a lot i don't know if you got any other things you want to add to to that nope i think the biggest thing is time management and scheduling i need to do better (laughs) so yeah i think that's been the hardest thing is just getting in a habit of doing this and how about getting jobs are y'all um, um i know you have been a lot around a long time is it an influx of calls no that i've been we don't get hardly any residential calls we get commercial calls i find i've been finding most of the jobs we get um and then we do get people that call in too i mean we get my dad's obviously done work for a long time so we get a lot of temporary fence and stuff like that also um but I, I do have to go out and pretty much find a lot of them and I've been trying to get like our Google business listing better our website still sucks you know there's things that I need to do like that to really help get our name out there more I thought you did that like three weeks ago Remember, I did but it, I it's told you I said Felicia like done. This, this is what you're gonna do tomorrow Felicia <laughs> I did it. I did. Well, not the next day necessarily, but I did do like, there's a business and there's this and a business. There's a website, you know, it's all up and going, but my sister actually made the website like five years ago. And sorry, I don't mean to offend you if you're watching Harmony, but they have a picture of a half built fence as like the cover photo. And it's a cool fence because it looks the same on both sides, you know? So I think it's supposed to like show like, Oh, look at this. But unless you're a fence person, it doesn't look like that to a consumer, you know? (laughs) 
So I think yeah. it just need, you know, it needs more revamping and stuff like that. But there I is think, a website. Uh, I think we talked about this some, <laughs> but we we uh we built our MFC manufacturing website on Squarespace, right? Alaria, mm -hmm. you awake? Yeah, Squarespace, right? Yeah, I use Squarespace. Yeah, would you? That was pretty easy, right? Yeah, it it worked. Pretty, I like Squarespace. I use Wix for like my. Uh oh. I use Wix for like my personal website, but Squarespace is way easier. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was pretty simple. I played around in there some. Yeah. So. Yeah, I used but, it too. I did look at it. I liked WordPress better though than. Yeah. Other yeah, there's that's what's cool about today is um I've there's so many like simple ways out there to build a website. And so I actually started playing around with this thing called like Wappler, maybe. I have no idea how to pronounce it. I'm worse at saying that than I am at speaking Italian as it turns out. <laughs> but it's like W A P P L E R and it's like a no code app creation software of some sort. So it's kind of like drag and drop and you like map everything and you put in all the functions and all that. I didn't even know that was a thing, but it's like, like I said, no code app creation. So that's, that's pretty interesting, but it's cool. All the technology and stuff that's available, but it still takes the time. You still got to spend the time and just sit there and get it done. And that's the challenge. Like you want to sell fence, you got to get your jobs done. You got to fight that fight of getting material ordered and, you know, getting things scheduled and manage your time and all of that. And like this mm -hmm. website ever is priority number one for us. And I really right. think that's why, I mean, that's why so many people hire someone still is just like the tools are here. It's fairly simple to do, but it's just the time of doing it. Right. So mm -hmm. for sure. yeah, that, that, that's a struggle for everybody. I think. Right. Unless you, uh, you know, hire somebody full time to do that, I guess. But or happened um, to be a digital designer and then went into the fence business. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so uh what are some things you learned since you made the change? I think Alyssa already kinda asked you that question. And then Yeah, sorry, I don't have an agenda in front of me, so I did make one, everyone. Hooray. Um, yep, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I actually did not send it to you 20 minutes ago. I've done that some. Mm -hmm. I, I did send you the link to StreamYard 20 minutes ago, but you had the agenda in advance. And we even talked about it in advance. Like, mm -hmm. you did pretty good. Um, so I, I had a question. Was there anything surprising about the transition or, you know, going to work for yourself that caught you off guard? It, it, does anything come to mind? The only thing that's surprising to me was surprising and that also comes to mind right now it was a pleasant surprise, but you had a $10,000 surety bond filed in order to get a contractor's license. And mm -hmm. so at the beginning of that process, I'm like, how am I supposed to come up with 10 grand to give this state for this or whoever for this bond? Like, not only do I have to have this much in equity and this much liquid cash and this much of that, I also have to give somebody $10,000 just to hold. And then turns out that bond cost $75. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah. Well, that, <laughs> that, that was surprising. <laughs> that, that's probably a relief that you didn't have to just yeah. give someone $10,000 because they wanted to hold it. Right. Here's yeah. Kenny. Kenny said he misses you and he knows that you're doing well. For sure. Felicia's over there just rocking every day. 
Yep. Tron for sure. I miss Kenny too. <laughs> so as, as previously discussed, everyone here misses Felicia. Um, so if, if there's anyone listening who wants to go out on their own, do you have any advice for them? And so let, let me just kind of like circle back to something I talked about before. Uh, it doesn't have to be about this, but remember the whole, like, do you plan for a couple of years and like get all of your ducks really in a row? Do you just dive in or it can be, you know, any advice you may have about anything else? You just do it. You only live once. What are you going to do? Go back and clock in at the same job you had before. Like that's the worst that's going to happen. I will say that maybe keeping a part-time job in the beginning would be a good idea. Helpful even. <laughs> yep. You know, but you know, maybe not just cut all of your income immediately and try to sell fence to replace it. Right. Yeah, but I was other talking than that, just do it. <laughs> I was talking to somebody the other day. Um, I was talking to my brother Adam, actually. And we we kind of talked a little bit about that. And I was like, you know, the thing that kind of makes sense if you were to start a company from scratch is that you would like do it as a side job, right? So let me get it rolling a little bit, get some, you know, kind of momentum built, get the word out a little, and then quit your day job. Uh, yep. So whenever I was kind of developing Simpolo, I, I talked to Matt Warner about it and, you know, they made uh, my salesman and he said, don't quit your day job. He's like, it's going to take time. And so maybe that's solid yep. advice. Maybe uh, don't quit your day job. Keep a part-time yep. gig. Keep something coming in that you know is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Um, let's see. We already talked about the licenses and the insurance and everything. Uh, Alyssa asked you if we did something wrong here at Memphis Fence Company. Well, so I have something yes. more so, I guess, a question. Oh, okay. So why why do y'all do payroll in-house and not just hire someone to do it? Mm. Alyssa, do you want to take that question or would you like me to? Um, why don't you answer it? Because, I mean, y'all already had it in-house when I got there, but I can add anything to it. So, Well, actually, pause that. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You commandeering my answer? I really quick hijacked that after <laughs> I gave it to you. So we actually did look, um, after you were gone, we did look in, I looked into hiring someone to do it um, just because of all the 401k stuff and, um, you know, with turno employee turnover so much, like I didn't, I didn't want to miss something. So we looked into right. it. The biggest piece is the job costing um in my opinion and um, because they didn't have a good uh way to job cost we said well what we're doing is already doing that we have quickbooks we use quickbooks um it would double up on our work it just didn't make sense so daniel you would still have to put in all that information (laughs) yeah like it it just didn't it wouldn't flow like what we found out looking at all these softwares, as Daniel has talked about in the podcast, a lot of things don't work well with QuickBooks, desktop, enterprise, international, whatever version we have. 
a lot of them don't play nice together and so that's one of that's another thing it just didn't sync up correctly so it was a lot of extra work so daniel do you have any other reasons why we don't nope that is the answer is for the job costing piece of it um and it's really a difficult thing to do accurate job costing outside of QuickBooks. So to use, you know, QuickBooks has their own um, like time tracking stuff, but you're still doing payroll, right? So you're, you're not outsourcing it. You can do time tracking like with iPads and phones and all of that stuff that's tied back into QuickBooks, but you're still running your own payroll in QuickBooks. From what we right. saw when in looking at these other outsourced payroll options, it's, I mean, I was pretty surprised at how cheap it was. I remember they told us how much it was, and I was like, Psh. I mean, if it's that cheap, yeah, why haven't we been doing this the whole time? And, yeah. you know, the further we kind of got into it, we uh, we realized that the job costing piece of it wouldn't work. And so I think it was something like we would basically have to build an Excel spreadsheet that would put all the employees down put the hours that they worked on every job every day and all of this. And then those people would like come into our QuickBooks and make a journal entry or something. But I think it would just be like one lump sum journal entry and it still wasn't job costed right or something. But yeah, the, wow. the job costing piece of it is, is the reason. Well, and the, the company we talked to, there was an app where the guys could actually clock in, clock out, um, put who worked on their crew with them. Um, but there was a piece of it where, once again, it was the whole job costing thing where they would have, it was a lot of like administrative part on them as well, if we were to use their app and everything. And, um, really, I just didn't want to ask the guys that. Yeah, I could see that going over well. Right. Yeah, Yeah. You've been here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm keeping my answer minimal on that but you know it's just it it didn't seem like that would be a successful thing for us so right okay well I just looked into it and I did see how surprisingly cheap it was and was like you know I wondered that yep but I mean if you don't and it might make sense for you but if you don't have the crews that we have, and like, you know, our repair right. crew who's going on maybe five a day, and then you do that every day of the week. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if y'all aren't doing that, um, you know, if a company is not doing that, then a payroll thing might make sense. And once again, to relieve that administrative burden off of you for payroll right. taxes and all that, because they take care of that. They file mm-hmm. it. I yep. mean, it might would make sense for you. Yep, and yep. the job costing piece of it for you, like be easy. It may be worth, you know, kind of like giving up some of that, uh, the accuracy of your job costing to get that done, so that you can focus more on selling and getting jobs done. Yeah, I personally am a big ag- advocate. Uh, people like to say, "Know your numbers." I don't know, you know that's the phrase that people in the industry like to use, but I like to be able to say, no, we sold this job for X amount and here's exactly what it cost us to do it. Uh, that's really cool to me, but I mean, you just got to prioritize, right? It's the same as time mm-hmm. management. Like it, 
it's not just Tom. It, it's really resource management. And Tom is one of your resources. Money is a resource. Your people are a resource. So you, you got to decide what's important enough to dedicate resources to getting it done. Right. Yeah. And, and just because it works for you now, when you grow and stuff, if you want to, then if the job costs, sorry, Sophie's, <laughs> I'm going to have to go. But um, I mean, just to get you started. Yeah. Why not? Yep. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Right. Nice talking to you. Bye. You too. Thank, thanks for joining us. I appreciate yeah, you, thank not, you. Uh, letting me sit here awkwardly alone all night. Yeah. I appreciate it as well. Zach would have had it, you know, pop in like he does on all the other shows. Oh yeah, for sure. He's uh he definitely but, brings the entertainment. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I, I don't have that super entertaining personality and he uh he does a good job of like, you know, turning the switch on for that character there. So Right. But, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I was, like I said, when we looked at the payroll stuff, I was really surprised at how inexpensive it was to outsource payroll, but there are some holes in it. Um, yep, I can I, see that. Like, um, I think we may have talked about it. I'm not sure, but like we just, we've been looking at like CRM stuff and we signed up for Job Nimbus and, you know, we kind of ran into an issue there with some of our job costing stuff. And it was a, uh, we, we kind of pumped the brakes on it a little bit. And honestly, we're still trying to make a choice as to which way we're going to go, if we're going to continue to pursue that or not. Um, just, and it, it's that we have everything. So I'd say so well, so, so broken down from the job costing perspective that it, it makes it tough for like outside stuff to integrate into it and to be able to do all of the stuff that QuickBooks can do. QuickBooks is a pain in the butt, but it is pretty robust and it does what it does pretty well. Um, so, yep. are you uh you running QuickBooks? You got, you, you got some accounting stuff going on, or you got a piece of paper? I got a folder and a piece of paper. Nope, nope. <laughs> and I got files on a computer. You know? Yeah. So you know, uh, you've probably heard the story before, but when I bought Memphis Fence, if you wanted to know how much money was in the bank, you went and found a notepad. And like all the deposits and all the, you know, they would write down like the total of the deposits for the day. And then when Mm -hmm. they would run checks, they would write down the total of the checks that they wrote and run payroll, write down the total of the payroll. And it was all on like a legal pad. And you would have to like go up front and get the legal pad to see how much money was in the bank. And, you know, it was, it was pretty crazy. And so I knew immediately, I was like, no, we're putting in QuickBooks. Like we got too much stuff going on to try to keep up with it like that. For sure. Uh, you know, but when you start off, like, again, you got to prioritize those resources. Right. Time and yep. money are, are your two biggest resources you got. So yep, that's good. For sure. Well, as always, you know, you can pick up the phone and call me anytime you want to. And I mean, I'll I'll give you what I think. That may not be what you want to hear, but that that's what I have to offer. Right. Well, I right. appreciate it. <laughs> so. <laughs> The, the last thing I have on the agenda, do you have any final golden nuggets you want to drop on the listeners? Yeah, I do, actually. And I made a Facebook status about it today. This is what my dad says. Let's have it. Hold on. Experience. Hold on. Nope. <laughs> I'm too. Hold on. Just wait. Well, while you're doing that. There we go. I'm ready now. What's up, Zach? 
Oh, he needs to be yeah. here for this one too. Yeah. Felicia said you need to sit down so you can hear her gold nugget for the end of the show. Nobody. It's on autopilot over there. Olaria left. She had to go to Adam Sandler. <laughs> this is a show. This is a hangout. Kind of a little bit of both. But hey, we've had yeah. like, there's there's a lot of people watching us right now. Because you got a young woman on your show. Yeah. Check it out. I here's see here's her. Zach. And he smells like a metal shop. Oh, goodness. Hey, Ooh. how's it going? <laughs> Zach, hey. we missed you. This has been like my our the the powerhouse representative at on north Willet has been pretty boring today i'm sure the house has been here but the power hasn't yeah that's hey right. nice <laughs> good one okay i don't have much i'm just got here we've been loading a semi truck for the past two like hours six hours two well we've been gearing up to load it for 48 hours yeah and it's officially loaded i've personally built some of the product that went on this trailer mm -hmm. so it's been an eventful week yeah i yeah. feel like i did the show yesterday the last one yeah so i'm who how's it going in uh arkansas it's going everything is swell oh really yep it is i'll watch the show to find out i guess <laughs> Yep, do that. Yeah, you'll have to go check it out and see what's <laughs> going on. Um, I guess that's it. Any viewers and comments? Oh, oh Kenny's up there. Kenny. Yeah. Donnie, uh, Donnie said, I do answer my phone as long as I'm awake. Donnie <laughs> has experienced that a few times. I think he apologized to me like 10 times today for calling me last night. I was like, dude, you're good. You, you can call me anytime, man. So um, what's your gold nugget, Felicia? Let's have it. Well, hold okay. on. Before you say it. Let me say, I think you already gave the gold nugget. I think it's already okay. come and gone. I think your gold nugget was just do it. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's right? Nike, though. Well, yeah, but who cares about <laughs> Nike? We ain't trying to buy no shoes. Like, you know, if you're thinking about doing it and if you want to do it, I mean, Zach is an example. He did it. Like, just do it, you know? Yeah. There comes a time where you can only think about something so much before you just give it a shot. Well, and last last show we kind of talked about that a little bit about not having a reservation in doing it either in that like there's no is this the is this the point where it failed thinking like you have to just we're going for it i mean you've seen me do it felicia we're not going to give it a try it? it's not that we're going to give it a try it's that we're we are going we're doing it right mm -hmm. so yeah uh, you, you should see all of this equipment and everything that's sitting in front of us right now. Like we're just doing it. So yep, if you, you want to yeah. call me and talk about the behind the scenes part of being one year into owning your business, I'd be glad to listen. Yeah. Cause I know that I know that well. All right. Okay. So Felicia hit us with it. What you got? Okay. Okay. Effort beats experience when experience makes no effort. Mm, that's good. I take effort. Yeah. You know, I take mm -hmm. effort over experience 10 out of 10 times. Yep. Right. I can help with the experience. I cannot help a person who has experience and will not put forth effort. Oh, yep. that's good. That's good. Yep. I'm glad you like it. That's yeah. my that's my dad's saying. Well, I don't know where he got it from or if he came up with it, but 
what he said. Good job, David. Is that right? Yep. Yep. David. Good job, David. Thanks, David. Thanks. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got. All right. Sayonara. Thank well, you it's for been fun. It has. We. Yep. You. Uh, you'll have to come back. Maybe we'll we'll check in with Felicia here in a few months and see how things are going. A year. Or yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's been fun. It's cool. Yep. So if uh and if anything exciting comes up and like you want to share the story of something exciting or crazy or terrible or whatever, let us know. We're here. Okay. We'll do. All right. And listeners, tell us what you want to hear, please. We we need some ideas. We're, uh, we, we got some stuff scheduled for a while, but it's, uh, it's hard to continuously keep coming up with ideas on our own. So let us know. You want to, you want to like give us a killer closing? No, you got good night. I am so exhausted. <laughs> I really got nothing. Like I'm still like effort experience <laughs> the effort taste the taste of freshness. Or I don't. I really am so out of it. I was sick today too. I was like, I, you know what? I'm not gonna do the podcast. I'm gonna go home early because I feel sick. And you didn't do it anyway. I didn't do the podcast. <laughs> I didn't know how true that statement was, but I, I thought I was gonna get to lay on the couch or something. Right. Yep. I've been right. laying down on the ground, as you can see. I'm covered in dirt. I've yeah. been laying in the gravel. That's why you're so late. That's what I've been doing. Hey, Napping. You, you took a nap over there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Felicia. I appreciate it. It's been fun. Thanks, listeners. Thanks for uh, joining in and hanging out with us tonight. And we'll you see you. Well, we'll see you in a week or two. In a week or two. <laughs>